0: Good evening, everybody. Good to see you out this evening. Very thankful for the opportunity to be up here tonight and to, to lead our lesson this evening. And hopefully we'll get something of value from it as well. I'll start off by saying I did have another lesson planned until I realized it's our singing night. So thankfully for you, you guys, I shortened it up just a little bit. Uh, but, uh, so we could have a nice song service here shortly. But tonight I want to start off by talking about the problem with procrastination. And uh, this is something when I talked with my mom earlier this week, she said, really, you're going to talk to people about procrastination. Uh, Because you see, as a child, I made it a fine art. I found ways to procrastinate, especially when it came to chores or uh, to doing my homework. I always come up with excuses. Um, But I think as an adult, I've overcome that, as long as you don't ask my wife, probably. Uh, And I guess I should admit that after changing my lesson, I didn't finish writing it until last night or completing it. But... I think we have some good things to talk about when it comes to procrastination. Uh, So tell me if this sounds familiar to you, I'll do it later. Just let me finish this movie or watching the game. I'll do it tomorrow. Why do today what I can do tomorrow? And of course, these are things that come out of our mouths when we are procrastinating. And if you're not familiar with the word procrastinate, I don't know who is it, but that means to uh, put off or to delay doing things till later. Now, sometimes there are legitimate reasons for us to procrastinate or to put things off, uh, especially even important things. Uh, For instance, in my job as a 4-H agent right now, we see 100 classrooms a month, 2,500 kids. Uh, We have archery at night, and uh, sometimes we have multiple judging teams going on. We'll have kids showing sheep right now and starting to show hogs. So sometimes I have to prioritize what I need to give attention to right now And what I need to put off until later. Uh, However, sometimes we use delay as a way to avoid certain things or people or even responsibilities. And when we procrastinate, it eventually becomes a way of dealing with life. And we regret it when we do that. Think about what Joshua said when he challenged the children of Israel in uh, Joshua 18.3. Joshua said to the children of Israel, Israel, How long will you neglect to go and possess the land which the Lord God of your fathers has given you? Waiting to act, especially in difficult times or when it comes to facing undesirable tasks is common to all people. That's natural for us in times in life when we have things that we have to do that's difficult that we might want to delay doing that. However, Joshua's words opens our eyes to the reality when it comes to God's commands, especially that There's a thin line between procrastination and sin. So why is procrastination really so dangerous? Well, tonight I'd like to look at several reasons why I feel that we should try to avoid procrastination itself. First, procrastination robs you. When we keep delaying things or putting it off, we may not realize that there may be the opportunity of a lifetime waiting right around the corner just out of sight from us. Solomon says in Proverbs 10.4, He who has a slack hand becomes poor, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. Solomon is talking about the guy who keeps after it, who goes out and creates his opportunity, who goes the extra mile, and how he will succeed. For instance, the salesmen that are out on rainy days and when it's hot, or the students who don't wait to start that assignment the day it's due, but completed early. That wasn't always me, I have to admit. People who put it off until tomorrow don't realize that by doing so, they may miss out on opportunities, maybe opportunities of lifetime that are available today that won't be there tomorrow. That's why sometimes procrastinators have a lifetime of missed chances, late starts, or blown opportunities because they could not do it now, but want to wait just until the time's just right. Number two, procrastination multiplies excuses. The longer we wait to do something, the more reasons or the more ways we can devise not to do it. Solomon's picture in Proverbs 22 13 of the lazy man is kind of funny, but pretty true as well. The lazy man says, There's a lion outside, I shall be slain in the streets. That's a pretty interesting excuse. Now, i come up with some pretty interesting excuses as a child, but I never thought of that one. Uh, But if we don't want to do something, we'll find an excuse not to do it. And Haggai 1-2, God told Haggai to, to rebuke the people for saying, the time has not come, the time that the Lord's house should be built. At that time, the building of the temple had gotten hard. They were starting to face challenges. So they came up with excuses on why they couldn't complete it. Procrastinators use excuses to avoid work or even to avoid about going about their business. For instance, it's too hot or too cold to work today. I tried those excuses growing up laying block and brick with my father and that didn't work ever for me. So he found ways to get around that. Uh, And when we do this, we tend to form our character by the choices we make. For example, if we lie and deceive To get ahead to get a promotion or to avoid punishment then we become dishonest and untrustworthy to others also when we avoid delay and put off whenever we're faced with work hard choices or challenges to grow as a person or a christian we fall short so there's too many excuses really to to counter the number given by people not willing to to follow jesus yet Uh, For time's sake, I didn't list all those, but if you want to take a look, you can go to Luke chapter 9, 57 through 62, or Luke chapter 14, 18 through 20. But when excuses become a habit before us, we start to inch further from obedience into disobedience. Procrastinators avoid effort by putting off and filling up the current time with the easy things and waiting to do the hard stuff last. And finally, number three, procrastination hardens us and assumes that we have more time. The main flaw in a procrastinator's thinking is that they have plenty of time to do it later. And uh, I can tell you that from experience, especially growing up when I would procrastinate a project to the day it was due, it makes things very stressful. Uh, we see in Proverbs 27:1 our scripture reading for tonight, Do not boast about tomorrow. For you do not know what a day may bring forth. When we procrastinate, how do we know that we'll have the time, the energy, the opportunity, even the life, tomorrow or later? James reminds us that our lives are like a vapor, and that assuming that we have more time is a great evil, because that's assuming that we control time, and we know that God really controls time. Now some things we can put off without any great harm, for instance, buying new clothes or new shoes sometimes, Uh, maybe trying out the latest Mexican restaurant everybody's been talking about, or even getting a haircut. Some things uh, left undone could change uh, the human history or the course of history as we know it, for instance, if President Lincoln didn't go to the theater that night. But most importantly, some things put off could change the direction of our eternal lives or our salvation. Such a poignant moment is found in Acts 24, verses 24 through 25, when Felix the governor was listening to Paul preach, who was his prisoner. Felix, as we see here in in 24 through 25, and after some days, when Felix came with his wife Drusilla, who was Jewish, he sent for Paul and heard him concerning the faith in Christ. Now as he reasoned about righteousness, self-control, and the judgment to come, Felix was afraid and answered, Go away for now. When I have convenient time, I will call for you. The gospel had penetrated Felix's heart. At that point, he was at a point of decision, a decision that would have changed the course of his eternal existence, but of course a decision that would mean change, challenge, and effort on his part. Felix didn't scoff at Paul or even deny the truth. He merely used it as a tactic to delay, avoid doing what he needed to do at that point. And even after he heard Paul preach for two more years, that moment or opportunity for salvation was lost forever. So are you a procrastinator? And I don't mean just putting things off every once in a while like I'm putting off getting an oil change right now. We all do that from time to time. I mean, putting off changes in your lifestyle. To make the decision now to stop putting it off. Ask God to help you make changes. Make the decision for now, not later. This is the first step in making a true change, and exercise and doing the hard things first. One thing I'll never forget is the day my brother was baptized. Uh, at that time, he had started going back to church with us for a long time. Uh, He'd been studying his Bible, studying God's Word deeply for a long time, Uh, and we'd had lots of deep talks over lunch. At that time, we worked in the same county, so we had lunch every day. We talked about his salvation, what it took to be saved and to become a Christian. And after a great sermon one Sunday morning, he knew he was ready. However, when the invitation call came, he didn't get up and come to the front. Like any other Sunday, he got up and walked out with us that evening or that morning. Uh, and Brother John Griffin there at Gordonsville asked him, how are things going? Uh, how are things going with your study? He said, I really feel like I'm ready to be saved, but I just want to wait till next Sunday. That's when Brother Griffin looked at him and said, why wait? We're not promised tomorrow. And thankfully, we turned around, we went back inside, and he was baptized that day. And I was thankful to to be a part of that day, to continually be a part of his journey as a Christian. Are you putting off becoming a Christian? Remember, you have no guarantee that you'll have a chance to come to Christ tomorrow.